0: Everyone channels podcast hello I'm moose I'm Jody that's Jody
1: <laughs> I'm the wife she's
0: the wife I'm the husband we do a podcast where we talk about TV shows and movies sometimes documentaries yeah we've done a couple documentaries over the last couple weeks I think
1: I like them <clears throat> I'm like a documentary junkie
0: yeah they've done well I mean we try to watch uh what was that uh, murder, like, 1800s some serial killer? Like, the first uh, serial yeah. killer reported?
1: Yeah, I forget even what it was called. We mentioned it on our fall preview, but...
0: Yeah, we maybe. had to kiss a few frogs before we found a good one on that subject. Yeah. But the first two were
1: just so badly they done. They were. I couldn't get into them. I like documentaries. I love nature shows. Like, I love how it's made. I love all of the knowledge all of the educational programming i can get
0: yeah So, no absolutely and if it's done right it's done in a way that is informational and also kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat if you know depending on the subject matter but keeps you interested
1: yeah definitely
0: we'll get to that but we start off with uh the season finale last couple episodes of physical the apple plus the apple tv plus show starring rose burn set mm-hmm. in the 80s She's this housewife of a uh, recently fired college professor who's partaking on a political career. He's running for uh, state representative for San Diego or something like that. And uh, she battles these demons, uh, has an eating disorder, uh, stumbles upon aerobics. Again, it's in the 80s and kind of finds her calling, but not uh, without some travails and Trevaffles, Hassan Incorporated. But, uh, I think you and I, when we started watching physical, it was kind of like, Oh, okay. This is all right. You know? Yeah. But as it went on, it kind of got more interesting. Yeah. And you kind of started to, like, you kind of pulled for her, but you kind of resented her a little bit. Um,
1: yeah, it kind of felt bad for her, but also like, didn't really like her right some points too yeah yeah
0: i mean i guess maybe what really was resentful not resentful but what turned me off a little bit uh was just her self-abuse you know like i I just i get it you know we all do that it just to hear it kind of um brought to life so to speak is almost painful in a way felt bad for her
1: yeah that's the part where i kind of felt bad for her um, but also like I didn't like how mean she was in her own mind about other people too. You know, she, yeah, she's rude to Greta, who's like her only friend. Yeah, you know, in her brain she is anyway.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, there's certain things. I felt like the only thing that kind of took me out of the show a little bit, and it wasn't a lot, is the last two episodes. It's like they ramped it up Mm. uh, to 150 miles an hour.
1: Her inner dialogue, you mean?
0: No, everything. Like, her and Greta all of a sudden are besties. Yeah. And Greta's gonna do anything for her.
1: Yeah.
0: And the aerobics thing takes off like wildfire.
1: Yeah.
0: I just felt like that was all a little rushed. Like, the whole show for the first eight episodes or so was pretty evenly paced. But this one is almost like a... It felt like a time cut you know
1: okay i could see that
0: yeah but i mean other than that you know you got some interesting interesting characters like the john bream character yeah played by uh sparks paul sparks i think is his name i think you're right um from
1: house of cards yeah and uh
0: like what's going on with him
1: yeah i don't know
0: he's obviously in a loveless marriage maybe doesn't buy into the life he's kind of built for himself and his family and yeah. He almost seems invigorated when he comes across Sheila, our main character.
1: Yeah. I think they're both kind of w- wounded people in some way.
0: Yeah, and very much.
1: It, they're almost like very similar creatures. And yeah. so they're drawn to each other.
0: Yeah, and spoiler alert, they are drawn to each other in the end. Yeah. The final scene of the... uh of the the season sort of
1: if you yeah sort of kind of
0: i like how it ended with them finding each other in the closed shopping mall he's in there it looks like he's just running laps around the place and then they see each other and he starts taking his shirt off
1: Mm -hmm.
0: undoes his belt
1: Mm -hmm. i thought she was gonna run to him and like embrace and have that's, this torrid love affair.
0: That's why I liked it, because yeah. that's what you expect. But yeah. no, they stand there, look at each other, and they just masturbate.
1: Yeah, that was From a across odd. the
0: mall at each other. Yeah,
1: like, okay. Yeah.
0: All I right.
1: Thought,
0: <laughs> it's kind of like a different way of doing that whole embrace and let's get it on right here by the uh, coin fountain in the middle of the mall.
1: I think they had both just kind of reached the end of their proverbial ropes and like... Couldn't go a step further and that was their kind of ending, you know, just like, I forget it. I'll just do this here. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't know.
0: It's almost like they, they know they want to, you know, there's something there, Yeah. but they can't. So technically we're not. Right. Because we're masturbating from, we'll say
1: a hundred yards away
0: from each other.
1: I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah, I mean, technically, it's not cheating, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, we can get to that whole thing. Yeah,
1: that's a little gray area.
0: But I like <laughs> that it was different.
1: It, it very much was unexpected, yeah. yes.
0: Because <laughs> so, I was like,
1: oh, 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 yeah. well, that's what's happening there. Okay.
0: <laughs> We're doing this now. Yeah. Never done that in the shopping mall. But anyway, she's uh, her and the aerobics thing is exploding. She's having these, like, big group. Aerobic sex, you know, demos in the mall, mm-hmm. and the tapes are selling like hot cakes. Meanwhile, her partner, Bunny, mm-hmm. is not mentioned in the write up in the article, and she and Tyler get all, well, mostly she gets paranoid that Sheila's going to run away with the idea and become a millionaire and leave them in the dust.
1: Mm-hmm. Edge them out. Yeah. Not, not bring them along. And they, they kind of need a win. They've kind of fallen on some hard times, and for as much as they're trying to, Hustle and work—it's not really working out for them. So.
0: Yeah. So Tyler has a seizure when they're in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Gets goes to the hospital, gets surgery. They come and confront her at the uh what do you call that? Like a, a results party for his campaign or Sheila's husband's campaign?
1: Yeah, it was at their house. So yeah, everyone was kind of gathered. All the campaign workers were gathered to watch the poll results come in.
0: Yeah. So here they are checking. You know, confronting her.
1: I had a weird night. Somebody punched me. He had surgery. We need to know what your plans are for the future because we have some serious financial realities we're facing. And if you're just gonna bail on us like everybody else, then we I need not... to lie
0: down. Maybe a sandwich.
1: It's election night, and uh, the results are coming in any minute. I have a house full of guests. We don't have a house. We almost had an apartment. Now we just have a really expensive hole in Tyler's head. And from what we've read in the paper, it kind of seems like you're just going to take off on some rocket ship to Moneytown and leave our asses behind. That is not who I am. Liar. She has you pegged.
0: There she is in her inner dialogue. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, I can't remember if that came after they found out her husband lost.
1: I think it was, um,
0: before. Okay. But yeah, so a, they're in a real state of, you know, anxiety because the results of the election and... Don't need this uh, woman and her paranoia coming to the door, fretting. Not a good time. Not a good time.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, speaking of her husband,
1: yeah,
0: the dynamic between him and her is interesting. Like yeah. he obviously takes her for granted. Oh yeah. And does not really like does not really see what her dreams are or what she is and no, who she she's is
1: just supposed to like be a supportive housewife and put yeah. him up yeah
0: yeah she's doing all the right things outwardly yeah. but inwardly she's like you fucking idiot yeah. you know you no you're not going to do that Yep. but uh Plus
1: he's kind of a <clears throat> cheating asshole
0: He is but do we know that they're like not semi open
1: I don't know I mean
0: I get the feeling there's kind of a free love type of vibe there.
1: Then why wouldn't she just be with uh, the mall runner guy? John that? Bream? Yeah, but John Bream, yeah. Why wouldn't she just be with him then? I don't know. If it was like an open thing. Well, that's
0: presuming that they d- didn't have sex, her and Bream, because they didn't want to cheat. Maybe mm-hmm. they just did the masturbating thing because that's what they wanted to do, and <laughs> it just felt right. I don't know. I don't know. But the dynamic between Sheila and her husband is interesting. They've left a couple open threads for the next season, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, he got caught by their daughter Yeah, uh, with a face full of uh, Simone. Yeah. Uh, So that that's still there. Yeah. Obviously, her and John Bream with the masturbating in the mall. Sure.
1: Masturbating in the mall. (laughs) 80s style.
0: Uh, It's gonna be our new podcast. Oh, my. No, thank you. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so there's some interesting stuff here to look forward to.
1: You know, I was actually kind of disappointed that it's done because now I'm going to have to wait a long time (laughs) to see it again.
0: Yeah, and who knows how long COVID will affect all that.
1: Yes. I get kind of impatient when I have to wait a long time for shows. It's like, what? I know.
0: Jody's always like, when's that new season coming? Well, it just ended. So probably at least a year.
1: And I'm like, no, 4 months. It should yeah. be like 4 months. <laughs> I need it now.
0: Give it to me now. Come on.
1: I just don't I don't like that much time to elapse because then I forget and maybe kind of lose my spark for it, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's that the forgetting's kind of the big one cuz you're like, okay, wait, what happened last yeah. season? Yep. And you know, most shows do the good uh are good about the previous on last season on, but we'll see. Sure. Um, physical, I like physical.
1: Yeah. I'll stick it out. Yeah. I like it too. I mean, it's interesting. I am definitely interested to see where the rest of the story goes. If she does the right thing or she kind of is true to that dialogue in her brain of being kind of <laughs> not so nice.
0: Yeah, and like you said before, Rose Byrne is killing it. Yeah, she's really good. She is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving on. Sure. To the Honey app, the plugin.
1: Yeah.
0: Honey, of course, sponsoring the show. Go to joinhoney dot com slash married and get your free Honey browser plugin.
1: Yeah. Um. So I've started to kind of encourage um our oldest child to. Begin a Christmas list.
0: I know, it's never too early, right?
1: No, it is too early. (laughs) This is ridiculously early, but I did hear a little rumor that shipping might might be delayed, might be an issue this year with COVID and whatnot. Oh, So, so maybe
0: it isn't too early.
1: I don't know, but I like to do mine a little bit early anyway. I like to just get it over with, like October, November. So... So you found
0: this little deal here that you showed me.
1: Yeah, I found a sweet deal on the Honey app.
0: Yeah, it's for a tablet that maybe she could use. She uses my old one.
1: Yeah, she's got a hand-me-down one that keeps crashing on all of her fun games, and that's an annoyance we hear about every single day.
0: (laughs) And all we hear about at dinner is like how she played in the video game, and her friend did this and did that, and...
1: Yeah, they they get on together and play together. So yeah. it's kind of a social interaction thing, and it's kind of cute. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, and you know, the the uh, the tablet that she's using is old. Yeah, it's like two three generations old. It's kind of hanging in there. This one though, that you found, this is a really good deal. It's like seven hundred bucks. It's down to two twenty. What? That's a big fat honk of discount. For real. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That might be worth looking into for Christmas for the big one. I'm not going to do a $700 tablet. No. For my 10-year-old. But no
1: way. 200 for Christmas? Mm,
0: sure. We, we can talk about that. Yeah,
1: that leaves some maybe like wiggle room for other gifts like cuz it sucks to have to purchase a big ticket item and then that's like all they get.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you're done. And then you're done. <laughs> Open this one. It's a candy cane. Open yeah. that one. It's so, a sock. Now this one. It's the tablet.
1: Yay. My apologies to those I've offended with talking about Christmas lists so early.
0: Well, if the shipping thing is real. I so, don't know. You know, this is a great deal and you don't get it if you don't have the Honey plug-in. It's absolutely free. Uh, just download it at joinhoney.com married. It goes right in your browser and it automatically tells you. What codes will work for this purchase or that purchase? So save some cash. Be like uh, of the 17 million members who are doing so. Sweet. Join honey.com slash married. And now to the documentary. Yeah. The Bob Ross documentary, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed
1: interesting on
0: netflix you know when i first saw there was a bob ross documentary i'm like oh, okay god guy with the you know the afro and the happy clouds
1: really because i was like oh my god yay love if, bob ross
0: if it was just about him and his life
1: yeah eh. i'd still watch it okay yeah
0: that's where you and i differ
1: totally i'm an art person yeah i love to paint and that guy is a national treasure how could you not want I'm, to watch him it,
0: yeah, I'm not debating his treasure of the national <laughs> sorts, but I don't know if I'd want to sit for two hours to watch a documentary about his life. Now, Bob Ross and maybe Betrayal and Greed. Okay, huh. I'm interested. Let's huh. see what we got here. Because I don't know anything about Bob Ross other than, you know, the happy clouds and the show on PBS that he had.
1: Well, I would still watch a boring old thing about his life. But this was far from boring, I will say that.
0: No, this was very interesting because I didn't know that he... Essentially, signed his career away to these two old folk. Yeah, who uh, are very litigious. Yes, very controlling. Like Bob Ross had no say on just about anything. Yeah, when it came to the Bob Ross Incorporated.
1: Yeah, you know, and, the
0: paints and all that.
1: And for me, the dirty part. This is a little spoiler alert. The dirty part was they they did that when he was dying. He was sick and dying, and they. Yeah. It's so shady. It
0: is so shady.
1: Everything kind of leading up to that, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, this was bad. And this it's was made, not a good thing.
0: And it's made the more shadier for me because one of the, the husband of the couple, mm-hmm. the Kowalskis, what's his name? Walter. Walter.
1: Annette and Walt.
0: Yeah. he He had a career in the CIA. Yeah. Which to me, and this is maybe kind of naive on my part, when you sign up for the CIA, you know intelligence fbi you're usually a person you would think of good moral standing and character
1: oh not necessarily they need people who can manipulate people
0: yeah but you think work
1: contacts and work assets like now are you kidding me
0: but they're doing it for theoretically the altruistic reasons you well know? yeah
1: you can i think you can be patriotic but still be manipulative and
0: I guess, yeah. Get I just information. It, just, and it added another layer of like problematic for me for the guy. Yeah, the Kowalski guy. I
1: actually forgot about that little tidbit, but now, now I'm thinking back, like, oh yeah, you know they tape recorded all the phone calls, like, yeah, what, why, what, okay. What I,
0: what I don't get is why they showed Bob how to tape con phone calls because yeah. he did that a couple times. Yeah. But, you know, he apparently allegedly slept with this Annette.
1: I don't know why they all moved in with each other either. Like,
0: Yeah, that's a little weird.
1: It was a little weird. Also, like, end, that's mixing business with personal, familial relationships a little bit too much.
0: You know, know I almost get the feeling Bob was kind of, not naive, but trust, overly trustworthy to a fault.
1: I think he just probably didn't have a good business sense about him. And he didn't have people around him that that were except for these people that Annette like came yeah. to him and was like, "Here we go. We can run with this. Yeah. We can do this, that, and this." And you know, you're a you're a painter. You're an artist, and that seems like everything you want to do. And that seems right up Bob's nature too—to teach everybody, you know, to spread that or his knowledge to other people. You know, that was important to him and. And, and to do it, you know, to make everyone feel like they could do what he did.
0: No, and I get that. I think in the beginning he didn't have the business sense. Yeah. But over time, I think, you know, he'd gotten way in too deep with them.
1: I agree, but I think but by But I that, think
0: it, towards the end he, wise, he wisened up, but I think it was too late.
1: I think so too. I think, you know, by that time it was too late and, you know, things had already been put. It, it, in a way you know i know his intentions were to build it for his son and for yeah you know his other buddies but i think that by that point in time it was too late and you know he passed and left it to his wife and she settled and so did the uncle yeah you know and i don't know if they knew what they were doing um,
0: I don't know either, but I get and, the... F-
1: and the other part to that is you don't know how the Kowalskis spun that. Like, look, we've been his business partners this whole time. Like, we've run this place. Like, you guys don't really probably know what you're doing with the operations of this business. So just, just you know, sign this document. We'll still c- take care of everything for Bob, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't... They didn't... Because we didn't meet his his half-brother... We didn't meet his uh, yeah that yeah the wife that he married two months before he died, so as to maybe thwart sure the kowalskis a little bit, but
1: they probably signed gag orders
0: but no, well, they mentioned at least a couple times, once with a graphic, and once uh, I think one of the people interviewing him said that the kowalskis uh they there was a lot of people they didn't get to interview mm-hmm. because they were afraid of the kowalskis yeah, they didn't want to get sued yeah. So my guess is when the Kowalskis came to the half-brother and the wife, they probably said, you know, if you do this, we're going to sue the bejesus out of you. Here's our paperwork that says that we're locked into Bob Ross, Mm da-da-da-da. We're going to give you $10,000 for you to walk away after you sign this, and that's it. Sure. Otherwise, we're going to court. Sure. And, you know, some people, $10,000 right now, I'm just throwing that number out there. Well, That That looks really good.
1: Well, that, and, you know, even if they didn't jump, on the money bait you know going to court is kind of intimidating for people number one and number two
0: it's costly
1: it is costly and and then the third aspect of that is that you know the the kowalskis were in the day-to-day operations like if you know his third wife was like a nurse she probably knows nothing about running a, a business you know and yeah. maybe doesn't want to take that on
0: I know, but, you know, to come back to the deathbed stuff. Yeah. You know, obviously the son is a talented painter in his own right. Yeah. And wants to continue his dad's legacy. Yeah. The right thing to do for the Kowalskis would be to give him 50% or 49% of -hmm. the company. You know, you're still going to make your money. Yeah. You're still going to make millions. I mean, Bob Ross Paints probably, you know, are going to sell... For a million bucks for a while.
1: I think probably at that point in time, though, w- Steve, his son Steve probably didn't want that. He saw them for who they really were.
0: Yes, I get that. Maybe you don't want to go into business. No, with I mean, pieces I, of shit. I think
1: he thought they were shady and dirty, low down people at that point in time and probably doesn't want anything to do with them.
0: Yeah, maybe so. But. It's just kind of sad how it all ended. I, I, this is
1: so sad. I
0: knew he died of cancer. Yeah, but I never knew all this shit that went on with. Yeah, you know the business partners and his son getting screwed out of everything. Yeah, and, and also what was interesting, it was brought up briefly how you know they shot three episodes every day, I think. Yeah, and every episode he was using that paint thinner and yeah. flopping it around, and the yeah. one artist. This is an artist who's like 80 some years old. He knows what he's talking about. He theorized like maybe the paint thinner had something to do with his uh, lymphoma that he died of.
1: Absolutely. I mean, those are harmful chemicals and you need to treat them with care and you shouldn't have them, you know, aerosoled into the air. That's for sure. You should always use them in a well-ventilated space. And, you know, you don't want to get them on your skin and let that sit. You know, you don't. You gotta treat them like they're kind of hazardous material, almost. Yeah,
0: but I'd i I'd, I'd want to see how the uh, any regular crew members in that room are doing. You hmm. know,
1: interesting. See if yeah. they got
0: any kind of cancer. I mean, scares. they weren't right
1: up on the easel, maybe breathing yeah. that in or whatnot. So maybe sh- maybe in a room with cameramen, they might not have been affected by it. You know, parts per million kind of
0: yeah dwindles
1: but- the further out you get.
0: Yeah, but they sh- they shot this in a living room in a house. Oh, well,
1: yeah, that's true. And that's not
0: like the most super ventilated. Yeah, you know, if you're in a TV studio, the ceilings are probably about fifteen twenty feet high. Sure,
1: that's different space. Yeah, yeah it's a hmm. more
0: ventilated space typically. But
1: well, I suppose you could probably research that and figure that out. Maybe I don't someone know. is, you know.
0: I don't know, but you know, the, the way I look at a documentary is like, did I learn something from this? Yeah, and I learned a few things. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the business bullshit. Yeah you know, going in with the right people, Yep. reading everything before you sign it. And also maybe proper ventilation is good when you're working (laughs) around paint thinner.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And the other thing I learned from this is, I mean, you know that it was a popular TV show, but I don't think I really understood the impact that he had on people's lives. And how much good he kind of spread into the world and still continues to do so. People still love him. And I was so excited to see the joy of painting with streaming, you know, again. Um,
0: Is that on Netflix? Yes. And I was wondering that, like, okay, is that, I imagine the Bob Ross Incorporated, they've got a stake in that joy of painting on Netflix. Oh,
1: yeah. Netflix
0: is the one behind this documentary. Yeah. They at least, you know, bought it. Yeah. So I wonder if there's gonna cause that's gonna cause some friction.
1: I don't know. I I you heard, know the
0: Kowalski's probably fought tooth and nail for Netflix not to air that.
1: Yeah, I, I've heard like they recently maybe issued a statement saying this was very like one sided and skewed against them. Typical. You know, yeah. You know what else was interesting? The executive producers of this documentary were Melissa McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone.
0: No shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I saw
1: that in the credits. You you had come up right after the credits to watch with me, and and I forgot to mention that. But that's yeah. cool. Yeah,
0: it's maybe the one thing Ben Falcone's done that I'm not pissed off about.
1: <laughs> Those two together are a team. Anyway, Ugh. but I thought, um, you know, they probably have enough money to battle any Kowalski lawsuit. Yeah. Between the two of them, like they're probably like whatever. I'm oh, not scared
0: um, her. Sure. She's the one with the Well,
1: money. Yeah. I mean, they're married, so it's Yeah. California is a 50-50 state.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, anything else on the Bob Ross uh, "Happy Accidents," betrayal and greed I just, documentary?
1: I just wish that man were still alive. I wish I wish he could have been alive longer to be his own voice and advocate. That this didn't have to go down so dirty. Yeah, maybe and some
0: of yeah.
1: And I just, you know, I I wish that things would have worked out so he could have passed that down to his son Stephen. You got to wonder how. That impacted his life, you know, how different his life would have been, you know, here he is thinking, my dad's passing the torch to me, I'm doing this too, and, you know, I'm going to carry on, and then you have that kind of ripped away from you as well, and, you know, I think he even stated during this documentary that he quit painting for a while, like it has far-reaching effects, other than these people being kind of greedy a-holes, you know, Yeah. so... It's just so sad. It made me sad. But also, what a lovely person to have graced the earth and spread all of that wonderfulness around.
0: Yeah. No, I I think we can all agree that the world is better with having Bob Ross in it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And we'll let him have the last word.
1: I hope that everyone has enjoyed watching you and do a beautiful little painting here. So on behalf of all of us here at the station, we'd like to wish each and every one of you happy painting. God bless. On behalf of my son, Steve, thanks for watching. See you next time.
0: Thank you, Bob. Yeah. Steve. Married with Channel's podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Go to the Twitter, at Mary W. Need to do more the Twitter.
1: Give us a good review on your podcast provider?
0: Yes. Good reviews are always good. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you later.
1: Bye.